Live from 50th and Capitol Avenue in the Big O. This is Mornings with Sharp and Hanley on 1620 The Zone. 1620thezone.com and 1620thezone TV. Now here's Gary, Nick, and Jimmy. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Hey, uh, what do you guys prefer, a rock fight or an actual real fight? Because we got both of those last night in college basketball. <laughs> I saw that. Southwood Conference. Uh, and you're, you're referring to Virginia, Virginia Tech in that rock fight. Oh, that, that was... You that, score was 16 points in the first half? That was uh, brutal. That brutal. defense. But the uh, Iowa State-Houston uh, <laughs> game, which no surprise was a true rock fight. Hell, you could say that. You could say last night was just nothing but rock fights in the state of Texas. Because the yeah. Texas-Kansas State game for the first half was not really appealing. But the Houston Iowa State game kind of went according to plan. I mean, does some Texas dude get rambist? Uh, well, yes. So uh, late in the game, a uh, the freshman guard, uh, what is his name for Kansas State? Oh, yes, sprinted down the floor and clotheslined. Oh yeah, and he got uh, a guy it. from Texas. Yeah, almost started a brawl. Yeah, you had the Houston Iowa State game, which there was no brawls, but it man, it was it was tough to get a bucket in that game. Mm-hmm. And then you actually had a brawl. Uh, between Texas A&M Commerce and Incarnate Word, yeah. which is just, uh, you know, I mean, I haven't pulled yeah. out my soapbox in a while, so I walk over in the corner and grab it, <laughs> is uh, the handshake lines in sports nowadays are stupid. Yep. Mm-hmm. I've said that for many, many years because I've watched it at like the youth level where it's just a waste of time and you're just asking for trouble. And last night, they, and la- yeah, last night they got trouble because that was a full-on brawl if yeah. you've not seen the, the video between... Texas A&M Commerce and Incarnate Word, they're going through the handshake line. That's a court and, of played basketball. Yeah, somebody, somebody got a little bit upset, and the next thing you know, fists are flying. Yeah, sure. Well, and, People and, are like, yeah, oh, it's man, Bob's Texas again. A&M Commerce, <laughs> I'm going to get them in the big Did dance. What are the best they got thing? a lot of aggression. One of my favorite things is the commentators that are doing the game. Uh, oh, they the, oh, the, the, the one, the one, the failure. one, the one, failure. the female says, <laughs> she goes, oh, and I think that, yeah, he think he might got a nick on his face. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. And it was he, like they were trying to like they're trying to defuse it. Then the they're trying blue. Yeah, they're trying to they're trying to like call it, and then they're like, oh, and now now we got a trainer with blood. Oh, this is bad. But yeah, when she goes, oh, I oh, and that's I think that's gonna leave a nick on his face. <laughs> Here, I would have gone all Harold Letterman and been like, Jim, I got a 20 to 18 in favor of AM commas. Now, I never saw like what, how it instigated because you're watching the handshake line, then all of a sudden you see two dudes running from get the line of, towards get, the towards whatever get rid started. Of handshake it. lines. Yeah, have a hand, well, it, okay. There it, is no benefit to a handshake line. No. And it, it can only it can only go bad. You have terrible sportsmanship during the game, and then all of a sudden you're going to be in a line and like, oh, yeah, good. Yeah, game, coaches, good game. go ahead. That's fine. Coaches, you know, you're adults. Well, what they just do like what the NBA does. If you want to, yeah. if you want to dap it up, you yeah. want to wave to guys walking off the floor. Yeah. Do that. I've, I've said it for the longest time. You're just asking for trouble. I see it. In, I see it in high school football. Yeah, you, know, you got bet. a game that has been on edge, mm-hmm. and the next thing you know, the game ends maybe abruptly. Walk off field goal, and everybody's supposed to get in line and yeah. control their emotions yes. as a 17 and 18 year old. Yeah, I've seen the kids that spit on their hand and go, "Good game, good game." We no, did that. Oh, yeah. Just, just you're just asking for trouble. Okay, it doesn't mean if you don't do a handshake line, you don't have good sportsmanship, but. You you prevent things like yesterday happening, and it, it you're is, remembering things you said, aren't you? Well, yeah, and there's there's yeah there's teams and there's coaches that have gotten into it, and last night that uh, happened. But yeah, you know what? If you're calling that, and I really miss this is where I miss hockey because I love I calling you miss fights. I, well, because <laughs> I mean, yeah. in hockey, I love calling fights, <laughs> and I mean gloves are down. Here we go. That, I, 
I, I got I got Jack to call a fight. Oh, got him to the left. I've come close a couple of times in basketball. I did uh, once. I called a baseball fight. Uh, I filled in for our radio guy with the Fort Myers Miracle, and we had uh, a fight against the Lakeland Tigers uh, that had Most there was some rivals. carryover of the Latin players. It's something that happened in the winter, oh. and it was like the like the first homestand, yeah. like the second week of the season, and guys went head hunting. Was it a girl? And man, you do not want to. Uh, in, in baseball fights, the last person that you want is some guy from Latin America because. They don't. They don't care, yeah. and they come out of nowhere. Um, but, I, but, I miss, but I miss calling fights in hockey. And then I heard that last night. I thought, what a great opportunity. And they were like, Oh, yeah. Oh no. It's gonna oh. leave a nick on his face. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. That's a glancing blow. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll uh, we'll be yeah. back after this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we need we we need to defuse this. What well, was that? Such Denver. a great game has now been marred by this. Yeah. It, um, it, the the handshake line part of it too. I also think of. <laughs> Uh, well, you bring up hockey and some of the games that, I mean, even when the Omaha Sarban Knights were here, so, I mean, fights would happen and, you know, the worst that could happen is you got, you know, five minutes of fighting. Uh, but even, in, it's it's weird this year, I've noticed it and I know you've been to some of the games too, it's been a lot more chippy in college hockey, but also in the NCHC we've seen in, with the Omaha games where there's been fights like in the last second. And I mean, we're talking like not your yeah, your Omaha, college Omaha, fight. Omaha Denver was it, legit. that was that was extremely chippy. And then it's interesting. Like I, I think that's got to be an official's discretion if a game ends like that. And typically they do. They'll just send them back to you know you guys are done. You know if you if, you know home team wants to circle around center ice, it's fine. But get the other team off the ice. There's no reason for that. Like you see, I've seen it many times where, and in fact that the um, the Alaska one two years ago. On a Sunday afternoon, when that thing had been chippy Friday, and then they played a weird, they had a gap, and then they played on Sunday. It had been chippy the whole time, and then they're going through the handshake line. Then all of a sudden, somebody says something, and you get this huge brawl that takes like 15, 20 minutes to it kind of diffuse as well. It, it, there, there's no reason. Like, it, again, it's not like anybody on the team is going to, like, they feel that void in their life that oh. the other team needs to say, hey, good game, man. Well, would, like, you, I, don't, you don't need I that. I watch it in youth sports. I mean, really? Yeah. What, 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 what's the benefit? You're only asking for trouble. I remember when I was a kid, and we got our asses kicked, and we'd go through the handshake line, and they'd say, good game. We were always like, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah right. So, Thanks. So yeah, that's just, right. What, don't what, patronize me. all of a sudden you, you become a good sport because you're walking through the, yeah. the handshake line? Yeah. Like when the winning team, like remember the Bad News Bears, they give them the cheer. Who's the team with Bears, Bears? Yeah, you know, Tanner like, throws that. Yeah, yeah. Bear. It's like, I don't, you guys just beat our ass. I don't need you to do a cheer and say that we're awesome. Like, come on, don't patronize me. Yeah. So anybody that would like to get rid of the handshake line, just go ahead. Um, and, and you're fine. It doesn't mean you're a bad sport or you don't promote sportsmanship. You're just asking for trouble. That one time ruins it for everybody else. Right. All right. Welcome in, everybody. It is a uh, Tuesday, the 20th of February. Welcome back to everybody that's back in civilization. 67 today, by the way. Rusty just said that. I didn't realize it was going to be that uh, Peter Mann, by the way, is wearing shorts and a T-shirt. Yeah, a little bit chilly yeah. outside right yeah. now to go shorts. Yeah. I thought he was working out or something. Cause I'm like, uh, it's a little cold right now. But, so it feels like a little bit of baseball weather. Yeah. But... We are in the home of college basketball for a day. This is the college basketball world as number one UConn is in town taking mm-hmm. on number 15 Creighton. Game you here tonight here on The Zone. 7.30 tip-off. Dan, if you're up, come on by. The defending national champions, UConn, which is 14 in a row, 
They have uh, already beaten Creighton this year. Now Creighton gets an opportunity at home against a number one team. Uh, I will be there tonight. I cannot wait. Uh, it's college basketball at a great level. It's actually a Sweet 16. That's what that's what tonight is I in Omaha. We don't get the we don't get the yeah. uh, Sweet 16 or the Elite Eight in Omaha this year. We get the first and second round tonight. Is a Sweet 16 game downtown, and you have you have two like wild records that are in play here. Uh, Creighton has never beaten a number one team. Were they 0 six and all six yeah, games have, six have been tries. decided by double figures? Mm-hmm. Um, for people that think I'm a jinx, and a lot of you do, mm-hmm. uh, I was in the building for 16 Villanova and 18 Gonzaga. Those did not go so well. Yeah. So I will be there tonight. I'm going as well. I'm one and zero this year with. Uh, man, I feel like it I was, have to go. It now. was the DePaul game, but I I don't know, man. I got some stink still on my clothes from the being at Baxter on Saturday night. That's a different arena. So though. I know, and different teams. But trying to be positive. So you have that. You have that going against uh, Creighton as they've never beaten a number one team, and you have a team that is on a wagon right now. But UConn, first of all. You would think that UConn has owned Creighton in men's basketball. They haven't. They're what two and six mm-hmm. since uh, UConn came to the Big e- came back to the Big East. So it's it's not like you know this has been a one sided series. It actually, has been a one sided series in favor of Creighton. But against ranked teams on the road, UConn hasn't won since the sixteenth of January of twenty fourteen. Wow. Yeah. Against Whoa. ranked teams on the road. That's, I mean, yeah, you think about this year. It's like, wow, I saw, okay. I saw him in that, Lawrence, wow. ranked team. Yeah, that's Moss. true. Okay. So, true, you have the scout. So, UConn is a three point favorite uh, for tonight's game in the basketball capital of the world this evening, Omaha, Nebraska, somewhere in middle America. <laughs> At flyover state, mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm very curious. Uh, I watched, uh, so stayed up last night at the end of the Houston-Iowa uh, State game. Scott Van Pelt was doing Sports Center, You know, late night here in Omaha. Uh, Danny Hurley made an appearance on an ESPN program. My gosh, ESPN is confused. They're promoting the Big East <laughs> last night. But he chopped it up with uh, Scott Van Pelt. And all I could think is, you know, I said yesterday, there's coaches that get you agitated. Mm-hmm. Like when you see Hurley, you get immediately on edge. Yeah, and you're like, because he just oozes confidence. Guy. That guy walks into a coffee shop in downtown Omaha this morning. I hope that barista is like, gives him a head nod, and is like, not today. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't give him his coffee. <laughs> but he was on Sports Center last night, and I mean, they're He's sleepy. They're they're on a roll. I mean, they are an absolute just machine right now. Um, but good on ESPN talking about the Biggies. Now there was maybe a. A half a breath about Creighton, of yeah. who they were playing, but they actually talked about the Big East. And Danny Hurley was on uh, Sports Center last night. I couldn't believe it. And I thought my TV was broken. The non-Scott Van Pelt Sports Center, which I don't know why you watch any other one, but uh, just happened to be on this morning. They were showing. It. I think it was the LeBron. It was right after uh, Daytona 500 highlights. They had um, Gino. Things screwed me over. <laughs> why do I gamble on NASCAR? Go ahead. I, I don't know. Ooh. Uh, they had the Geno win, and so they had the highlights of the, the Creighton-UConn uh, game last night. And in the middle of it, they said, and these two teams on the men's side will play tomorrow night as well during the highlights. So they brought attention to the game tonight. Maybe ESPN is trying to get the Big East TV. They might contract. be. Big Monday. Mm-hmm. Trying to make, make Big Monday or, great again. Or ESPN uh, is just making a smart play because that is the game of the night uh, tonight downtown. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's the thing, though. So... Remember yesterday we were talking about, I don't think you need to 
tell the crowd to be loud. Yeah, they're going. They're going to be loud. Mm-hmm. I mean, you like college basketball. You like your team. It'll be edgy when you get in there. Yeah, it should be. There are tickets still available. What for this game? So uh, a friend of mine uh, is in town on business, and he was like, "Hey, you got you know you got any tickets?" I'm like, "Are you serious? This is UConn and Creighton. It's like the biggest game of the year in that building. You think I got tickets?" He's like, "Well, I, I thought." And I said, "No." I said, "But I'll look for you." So I went on GoCreighton.com, and the game is not completely sold out. Now there's singles all over the place, yeah. and maybe a couple of doubles, but but still, but it's not sold out. That's I, I don't even care that it's a it, people. Well, it's a Tuesday. It's a, no, no, no. What number is this, one, number one, number one team comes into town, the, especially this time of the year, where this could be a preview of hopefully the Big East championship game if things work out well. Like this, the seeding implications for Creighton. Too. Oh, if like, UConn wins tonight, they win the Big East. So. Yeah. But also having that opportunity to kind of see, all right, you know, Creighton's been playing well lately. Now you measure, you like we just said, 0 for 6 against number one teams. There's just something about being able to take down a number one team, even if you're familiar with that opponent. Like just, there's no excuse for that. Like it, this needs to be a sellout. This needs to be like to the brim. I'm sure it will. And I don't know if they consider it. So, I mean, there's singles all over the place. Um, you know, I mean, a lot of people don't want to like sit by themselves. I, I kind of actually go into games by myself. Just sit there, make a, a new movie, friend, go to a movie by myself. Um, well, not in really, a movie. Movie, you're not going to talk. Think, I don't think like basketball is not the place. Like, if you're if you're single and you just you're a fan, you just want to go to a game, and you know you don't want to hang with friends people. or whatever. I don't know. It's a place to go to meet people. No. I mean, you just say, you, you got to watch it. I mean, I, I like I like college college basketball is my outlet. Okay, football is a long season. Mm-hmm. I love college basketball, um, so I don't really have a, a super huge rooting interest tonight. Other than I want to watch a ninety eight ninety seven uh, game. Well, I want to watch in a game that has the number one team in the country, the defending national champ, and and Creighton, who is now starting to take off. I want to also see six NBA guys that are going to be on the floor. Mm-hmm. There's going to be six guys out of this game that will be drafted. Uh, this mm-hmm. summer in the NBA. One of them will be a lottery pick. There will be three in the first round. There will be three in the second round. So if you love college basketball, I don't know why you can't find yourself inside of that building. Now, the other part of tonight's game that I, I'm very curious about, we're going we're gonna to talk a lot about this, and I wonder how people are feeling this morning. Because I do get the, I, I, as I traveled uh, the highways and byways <laughs> of the city of Omaha yesterday and just talking to people. Made the most of your Monday. There, there's a lot of people very confident mm-hmm. uh, about tonight's game. Hmm. Ooh, you you as the pregame host. No, I'm saying the fact so, that people uh, are so confident. I, no, I, I don't think, know what I to think. think. A little bit is just playing at home the way Creighton is playing. Yep. And may, maybe just UConn cannot continue on the kind of roll that they are on right, right now, where right. they've won 14 in a row. They've won three straight by 25 or more against Big East teams. Their winning margin is nearly 16 a game. I mean, they both. Let's let's just, let's just get this out there. Both teams did not play well the first meeting in stores. Mm-hmm. No, Cray- not at Crayton all. didn't play very well. Castle locked up Shireman. He had you know twelve points on eleven shots. Um, Connecticut didn't play really well. Klingon was just starting to come back. Yep. I mean, I think they're both they're both in a better spot a month later than they were back then. But I don't know if it's like, well, you know, they got us the first time. We didn't play well. Well, I got to remind you. I don't think UConn played exceptionally well. I scored 62 in, points. In in that game. But I just wonder how people are feeling today. Because I, I do sense uh, a little bit of uh, some confidence that this will happen tonight and you will storm the court at the Chai. 
which is like a given. I know, and it's there's been a lot of I'll you even, know. I'll even go and storm the court tonight if that's the case. You'll, well, yeah, you'll get home yeah. quicker. Yeah. There, there's a lot of um, you don't have time to walk. Yeah, there's the a, there's been a lot back. of the court stormings taking place in Lincoln, and I know a lot of Creighton fans will be like, "Well, yeah, but we're we're a ranked team. We don't do that type of stuff." You you, you do it. What tonight. did you just say? We're a ranked team. We don't do that type. Who of said stuff. that? Well, I'm just saying that's probably the Creighton narrative. Did Billy no, say no, that? No, no, no. They 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 rushed the floor against Seton Hall. Yeah, but I'm just saying like typically. No, you know, no, no, no. Tonight no. you do though. No, you don't normally have those opportunities. Well, I mean, that's I guess. That's a fair you're, point. you're playing. In the you're Big usually East. the higher ranked team. It, this is the advantage of playing in the Big East compared to the Missouri Valley Conference. Yeah. All the attention yeah. of the basketball world is on your home tonight, mm-hmm. and you get a chance to play a high ranked team. In this case, yeah, number one. No, no, I don't. I don't get that. I just think there haven't been a lot of opportunities. Yeah, maybe. That's if, you're, it. if you're saying no, we're below. Get out of here. <laughs> they are the number one team in the country, the defending national champion. Oh no, you stormed tonight. Yeah, you win, you storm tonight, and that that should be exciting. The other part about the the last is storm the court every time, just when you ever win instead of, really, instead, instead of handshake. I was really surprised uh, when Nebraska fans did not storm the court against uh, Penn State. Penn State. <laughs> I thought that was what you do at Pinnacle yeah, Bank Arena. Just, what um, happened, what happened like, if you had a what if you like you know remember the Detroit Mercy game last week where they won and they snapped their long losing streak? Yeah, mm-hmm. and the one guy, oh, yeah, the one up. guy, yeah, yeah, just one fan. Well, what what would have <laughs> happened? Awesome. What would have happened on Saturday at PBA is Nebraska beats Penn State. And one lone fan runs yeah. on the floor, like, yeah! and the security comes to grab him. He's like, I thought that's what we did at yeah, Pinnacle I thought, Bank I thought, Arena. I've only been to the Purdue-Wisconsin-Iowa yeah. women's game. Nobody followed me. <laughs> what the hell? Come on. But, sir, I played here. <laughs> I, you know, Man, that would, be, that would be cold if your buddies were like, hey, let's storm the court. Oh, yeah. And, and every oh, it, and great they're prank! On, they're in on the joke. Great prank! And you run out there, and they stand there in the stands and laugh. Just clap. And while you're being hauled away in hands, because you start every, everybody starts getting down towards the front, so it's like, <laughs> all right, this is on. And all of a sudden, horn goes off. Let's go! All right, let's go! And then all and of a sudden, you turn, you turn around, all right, and all you, you can see is like a a, a yellow coater coming towards you, and your buddies are going. Ah! <laughs> that I would got, be one of I the great pranks. I got two fifty to get you out of the clink. That would be one of the great pranks. All I right, ha- to the rail yard. I hope somebody does that. We'll have a um, beverage before we get him. Well, they, you know, they, they, they still got some home opportunities to have that happen in Lincoln. Uh, the other part you mentioned, why I think maybe there's some confidence uh, with Creighton fans. There was an element of that game, and we talked about it uh, days after about how Creighton just. I mean, they they got to use a, a Fred term, they got punked. I mean, they were they they had they had their manhood taken away from UConn in a, in a game where UConn couldn't hit shots as well. But they're like, all right, well, if we're gonna if, if we can't beat them in that end, or if we can't have success on that end because Creighton wasn't hitting shots either, we're gonna beat them. And I mean, they were just physical. They bullied them. It was it was a tough watch from that standpoint. I, I just and and that was one of the things I brought up to Tim yesterday. I just get the feeling there is maybe a little bit of that confidence that element with what UConn can bring every night. Another thing that makes them very good is they can bully you around. They can throw their weight around, too. They're not just skilled players that can score at will. I, I feel like that's an area that Creighton probably has a little bit more pride in. That if Hey, if shots aren't going down, shots aren't going down. That just happens, but they won't allow that to happen. To yeah, them I, I get the sense that there's a lot of confidence that Creighton will pull an upset tonight. I, I just do. I, I mean, I, I think it's going to be really, really difficult because you could your big three can match their big three, but the thing that sets UConn apart from everybody else is they add another three and a half on top of that. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, and you're going to have to play on your A game uh, tonight. Now, my other curiosity about tonight's game, and I, I'm glad that everybody's leaning into this. 
You know, I saw the picture they're doing uh, pom poms in the lower bowl. Yeah. Why? Why do the? Why does the and upper bowl it. always get uh, the shaft? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, upper bowl people, you blue collar people, yeah, those are the louder there. fans. They're you people know what? too. Bring your own pom pom, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're they're doing the lower bowl. I'm glad that they're leaning into it. Okay. It you can't run away that this is a monster game. It's not going to make or break your season. But it's fun. It's a great opportunity. Though. It's it, you know what? When you join the Big East, this is what you get the opportunity to do. You play yeah. in games like this. Yep. When you're playing in the Big Ten, now you say in the Big Twelve, you get these same opportunities. But you know what I'm saying. You, you are in a high-level basketball conference that you get these opportunities, and you can't run away from it. You should fully embrace the opportunity that is ahead of you. And I'm glad that Creighton, from marketing to the team, is all in, but also smart enough and mature enough to know that this is not a make or break, that if you don't win tonight, or even if you win, you got to turn around, you got to play on Sunday, and it's not going to all of a sudden put you in the national championship right. game. Yeah, I, I see. You you have to you have to beat the UConn on February twentieth, not the UConn that's going to be playing on March twentieth, March twenty seventh, and on into mm. April. But I'm glad that I'm glad that everybody's playing their part and they're leaning into it. But the other part of my curiosity on tonight is, what do you think? I know, and UConn UConn likes their social media. Oh, and the yeah. way they handle social media whenever they play a team here in Nebraska, especially Creighton, you would think that. UConn had dominated Creighton. That's not the case. I'm here to tell you, people from Connecticut, you're two and six against Creighton since you joined the Big East. All right, so shut your face. Is I do want to know what's in the drafts. Yeah, what do they have ready to to send like, out? I, I kind of, there's I, there's I, a cornfield involved. I, I'm very curious if the by chance by UConn them. comes in here and win the night. If they do, yeah, I mean just crown them. Uh, what it looks like when their social media team hits send. Yeah, because they've already got it in the draft. For tonight, you're right. It's got a corn theme yep. to it. Yep. I mean, since they were last here, we've probably added a few cornfields around the <laughs> yeah. around the place. We, we just over. we build cornfields up. You know, we somehow right we're somehow we're we, able to build high rise cornfields. We tore we tore down Gallup and we built we 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 started to plant a corn. <laughs> yeah, field. just a new cornfield. Yeah. There goes a combine right now. We got a, we got rid of some runways over at Epley just so we could put more cornfields. They call up. them tractors. Yeah, yeah. That's oh oh a tractor. There could be a tractor involved too. Well, I'm fact, saying the Yukon people would call a combine a tractor because that's yeah. a mistake we've all made. Well, they, they, I think that they would, they would, they probably have a cornfield, a combine slash tractor, however they want to phrase it. I would hope uh, Creighton would have something in the draft. I know, you know I you, would too. If you drive around Connecticut, uh, the state of Connecticut, outside of stores in Hartford, some Dunkin' Donuts a, slander. No, 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 no. That well, yeah, uh, that's hey, a bad time to. Hey, yeah, Dunkin' no, Dunkin's hot right now. No, leave, leave that to Rhode Island. Okay. <laughs> um, but you know, you have a lot of uh, lawyers. You have a lot of ambulance chasers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. A lot of shysters. I think you have Mac in a, in a suit with uh, call 1 800 for a better. <laughs> oh, that would be really funny. And it would be one of those things, though, if like you get the joke, you really, really appreciate that joke. If you've suffered a loss in Omaha, <laughs> UConn fans call 1 800 667. We can take on any case, any litigation. We're here there. for you. That's actually a really, really oh. good idea. All right. Coming up on the uh, show, the line brought to you by off. the referees at John Higgins uh, Weather Guard. What are you? Did you get tipped off on something there? Because that's really good. No, it no. Just, just came. I think it's just the marketing background. Well, that's pretty, pretty uh, solid. Sam McEwen stops by at uh, 730. Uh, also, uh, Brian Christopherson and Andy Kendi. Uh, they have a new addition to the KTV sports team uh, that starts today. That we'll let Andy tell you uh, about. Human. It's actually me. Um, <laughs> thought they got a pet. <laughs> that is the uh, lineup brought to you by the uh, Rufries at John Higgins Weather Guard. We'll talk a lot about UConn and Creighton tonight uh, inside of the uh, matches, uh, matchups, I should say. 
against a good, not only good, but scary good basketball team they'll be playing against uh, Creighton tonight. Also, we'll uh, drop in a little uh, Nebraska basketball uh, chatter as the Huskers uh, play at Indiana tomorrow night against uh, a team that's 1-3 and three in February, and I still can't believe with a week off to get ready for Northwestern and their season basically on the line, IU had very little energy and effort in that game. So what does that mean for tomorrow night for a Nebraska team that struggles on the road? I know it's breaking news. They struggle <laughs> on the road. Do they now? Uh, plus, the news yesterday around here that has hit the local and now national is the Ashley Scoggin uh, lawsuit against uh, Nebraska. So we will get into that uh, because I got questions, and I think part of it boils down to one big particular uh, question. So we'll do all that as we roll till uh, 10. Uh, big, big night of basketball. And the zone has it covered for you from 6A to Jimmy's pregame. What do you got coming up on the pregame? Uh, I had, don't had, know. Had, you got Danny? Had Kevin Ollie, and yet he had to cancel oh. because he has yeah, a now, job now. now he's he has a coach. A job now. Yeah. Head coach now. Yeah. So we're going to have uh, our Brooklyn Nets talk. What do you got? You have anything, our, our anything, NBA you have anything special coming up on the show? Jim Callahan? Or yeah. Jim, Cal- <laughs> Cal- Jim Callahan? <laughs> I, Bill's dad. Have, maybe you do have Jim Callahan. <laughs> Big Tom Callahan, yeah. Uh, what do you got? When, we'll, you guys we'll go see. on at six. You go six to seven tonight. It's six to seven. A nice hour pregame show. All right, the what, way do got, the good what do you got coming up on the show? I don't know right now, but I will know later. I got twelve hours to figure this all out. It'll be riveting radio. <laughs> That's my tease. That's <laughs> a hell of a tease. That's a hell of a tease. <laughs> Just. How about that lower bowl versus upper bowl? Nine five one sixteen twenty. It's a stripe out. Right, we're off and running on uh, mornings with Sharp and Hanley at sixteen twenty. The zone.